Good day. Welcome to a new episode of the Rabbit Society. Uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful Thursday. Well, it's not. It's a pretty terrible Thursday, but in terms of the weather, it's wonderful. Uh, now, I'm not going to read the adverts. I normally would at this point, but I think it would be uh, inappropriate given what we're going to talk about today. And it's a pretty, pretty sensitive uh, subject matter. A very touchy subject indeed, so I do apologise if there's lots of ums and ahs and pauses and things. Um, I'm just trying to navigate it as respectfully and as accurately as I can. Um, and do bear in mind that I really had this news broke to me probably 15 minutes ago. So I'm kind of responding off the cuff here. So, um, so yeah, do forgive me. That's all I'm saying. Now, that's what we're talking about. Uh, some people probably have already guessed that it's going to be the accusations that have been made against Octavian. Uh, if you don't know Octavian, then he's a very successful UK rapper. Um, he was very popular. I'm sure he's not going to be anymore, hopefully. And uh, he's probably most notably known for his song Bet, which he made with Skepta and Michael Phantom. Now, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to give context to this episode because it would be unfair if I didn't. Uh, I was a massive Octavian fan, and so were a lot of my friends. Uh, in fact, the the last show I went to see before lockdown, um, I was invited to by Converse. Thank you, Converse. Um, but Octavian was there, and he performed, and me and my friend were gassed about it, as you would have been at the time. So the reason why I'm mentioning that, really, the only reason why I'm mentioning that is because I want people to just know that I'm not someone who's never heard of him and who's then coming out and going to start chatting all this shit. I was a fan. I was probably as big a fan as you as you could find. I didn't have some fucking ridiculous Octavian or Ezzy Gang tattoo. Uh, imagine that. If you've got an Octavian tattoo or an Ezzy Gang tattoo, you better go <laughs> get a sandpaper because you can't have that on you anymore. Um, and the reason is, is he, he, he got accused of multiple forms of abuse from his, his ex-partner. Now, before I get into the accusations that she made specifically and, and, the, and the things that she said specifically, um, I just want to mention the fact that I kind of saw this coming and not, and I don't, obviously I don't want to be saying I told you so, da 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 It's not that because I wasn't that confident, but I was having a conversation with the exact guy who went to that event with me, who is also a fan of Octavian, as well as a third guy who's also a fan of Octavian, and we were discussing whether or not the things that he raps about are suitable. And the conclusion we all basically came to was you can basically rap about whatever you want as long as the thinking behind it is at least comes from a good place. Now, you can think of someone like Eminem who's rapping about shooting up schools and putting nails through eyelids and giving kids drugs and things like that. And now... If you talk with him, you can pretty clearly see that he's not going to be handing out drugs to kids anytime soon. And often music is provocative, often it's treading that line of controversy, and that's what people kind of look for. And it's always been the case. Now, you just got to hope that the thinking behind those lyrics are a little deeper than just what you see, or the meaning behind the lyrics are a little bit deeper. You can't, you've got to hope that Eminem isn't just 
chatting what's on his mind when he talks about giving kids Valium and, and whatever, you've got to hope that you can't take him at face value. So, for example, here's another example. I had the absolute pleasure of talking with Crept and Conan. Now, I asked them, well, what, what do you say about people who think that rap and glorifies things like gangs and violence and knives and drugs and things like that? And they basically had a the perfect response to it, which is, it's entertainment. And that was that was their words. They even compared it to James Bond. You go and see a James Bond movie, you see him shoot down 200 people. Now, that doesn't mean you're going to go home and stab your cat. And it doesn't mean that you're going to be more likely to start shooting people because you know that that form of entertainment, you can't just take it at face value. You can't just look at it and think, okay, killing's okay. Because it's obviously not. And, and that's what they were saying. They were saying when you rap about drugs and when you rap about gangs and violence and things like that, that doesn't mean that you're encouraging people to do it. It's just literally a form of entertainment. And now there's there's ethical questions there, whether or not that's right or wrong, whether or not it should be a, a form of entertainment. The fact that it does entertain kind of throws the ethical questions out the window. It doesn't matter what's ethical. If, if someone finds that entertaining, they find it entertaining. Now, you can say whether it's right or wrong. And I think if you say it's wrong for people to be entertained by violence in a song, then you're going to find uh, a lot of trouble trying to explain why people find violence entertaining in a film or a game. And I think it's just something that we've got to accept. But you could see that you could... that there was deeper thinking behind their songs when they made their songs. When you met them, you could tell that they wouldn't hurt a fly. Or maybe they, they would if there was a reason to, but who knows. But... They were relaxed, down-to-earth people, and it I didn't get the sense that Octavian would be like that. And I do have to admit, one of the reasons that made me think that was because uh, I worked with a talented skateboarder and photographer, and I'm not going to say his name because I don't know. Um, I can't remember who, you know what he said word for word, and I don't want to put words in his mouth, and I don't know if he would want me to mention his name, but he was basically saying he got offered the... Uh, offered work from Octavian back in the day as a photographer and he never really got paid. They were trying to get him to do it for free, for exposure. Uh, he said that there was a lot of scatty people around. I don't, probably wouldn't use the word scatty, that's my word, but a lot of people just, it was a bit of an uncomfortable setting. Now obviously he didn't know anything about the accusations that this lady's made about physical or verbal abuse, but he said that he just, it, like, he didn't sit right with him and that did make me think and I have ever since, you know, that's kind of what spurred on this conversation with my friends regarding, well, should you take his lyrics at face value? Do you think he really thinks that about women? Do you really think he acts that way? And and I made a prediction about two weeks ago saying that there will be a scandal that he's in. I just thought it was a matter of time until it came out that his way of thinking was kind of... His lyrics were were his way of thinking that there was no difference between the music he put out and his actual state of mind. And I don't think that's the same for everyone. If you look at someone like Giggs or Getz, I feel like there's there's definitely a separation between the music they make and the person they are. Now, there might have not always been as big a separation, and that's something that we we as music 
fans and people who listen to their music, we have to kind of make sure that we're always backing people whose actual state of mind is healthy and is productive. And the minute we start supporting someone that isn't like that, we've got to become aware of it. And I guess that's what the reason I'm making this episode is, is just to make sure that if there's anyone out there who has listened to Octavian, then you kind of got to listen to this. You've got to pay attention because I don't think you can really excuse listening to his music anymore, especially the songs that are mentioned in the accusations brought up by his um, victim and ex-partner. Now, you you are going to have to forgive me because I don't know her her actual name. Like I said, I only found out about it uh, this morning and, and found out about her this morning. But if you want to look up uh, what she said and, and look at all the photos for yourself, her name is Emo Baby For Real on Instagram. Uh, four is the number four, not the word. Um, and I'm just going to read her statement. Uh, she said, I was in a relationship with Octavian over the last three years, and I'm finally speaking out about the constant physical, verbal and psychological abuse I was subject to during that relationship. A police report has been made, which is taking a little longer as I'm in a different country for my own safety and well-being. The first instance of physical abuse came shortly after I fell pregnant with his child. After pressuring me to get an abortion, he attacked me for the first time, kicking me in my stomach, burst my lip, attacked me with a hammer, and threatened to kill me. I was later asked to sign an NDA in an attempt to gag me for 20k, which I didn't sign. From the first instance of abuse to April 2020, when I finally left... The abuse became routine and was often prompted by his cocaine use. I was frequently kicked, punched, strangled and dragged out of the house with my clothing or hair. He'd smash furniture and threaten me with a bat or attack me with other items like a screwdriver. The reason I've decided to share my story with Octavia now before his album is that I don't want anyone to look up to this man, especially not young girls, and listen to the dark music he makes to celebrate his abuse. He has an entire song about violently killing me with a machete called My Head, which in a since-deleted interview with DJ Semtex, Octavian admits to the song being about me and proudly laughs, calling it art. He also has a new song on the album named Rock Smiles, which is about two men attacking me, and at the end of the song he says that he wants to kill me for telling everyone what he has done. I felt I had to share this and speak my truth before these songs are out. This is just a fraction of what I've experienced, and what I have to say, you can read the whole account of my experiences in my highlights. Now, following this up is multiple, multiple images of bruises and cuts and just generally horrific stuff. Uh, and there's even a clip of an interview in which you can hear Octavian saying that one of the songs that she mentioned is in fact about her. And I really don't think you can put this down to attention. It, it's just impossible. Like people will say that no matter what accusation is made, there's always going to be some people out there who are going to back the abuser. And it happens often, and I, I think it's fucked up, and I just want to make sure that anyone who's out there that does listen to Octavian is a fan of Octavian, like, just just reconsider. Because I don't think... I'm not saying that you shouldn't listen to certain kinds of music, but you just got to make sure that those artists who are making that music are doing it in a healthy manner, and it's coming from a more positive place, because this clearly isn't... And he clearly isn't making music from a positive place, and... I think I and a lot of my friends suspected that might have been the case for a, a little while now, and that's why we've obviously stopped listening to him, and, and we're not going to listen to what he makes in the future. Now, I think the same goes to someone like Michael Jackson. I think if you're, if you can still listen to Pretty Young Thing by Michael Jackson, I think 
you should probably... As in, and it's hard, man. It's hard. Because I'm a fan of Michael Jackson. Obviously, who isn't? I love Michael Jackson. I loved Michael Jackson. Um, me and my mum would always listen to it. And now, like, you listen to those songs, and like I said, it makes you uncomfortable, and you, you need to kind of retrain yourself to think that, well, this song isn't coming from the same place that I thought. And you have to think about that now with Octavian. But I guess that's just the beginning of a conversation that needs to be had regarding, well, who else is out there that could be making music, whether it's about drugs or gang violence or the way they treat women or the way they treat their mates or whatever. Who's making those songs out of a positive place and who's making those songs out of a negative place is basically what we need to to work out as a community, whatever community you, you consider yourself to be a part of, whether it's, you know, you like grime or rap or trap or even if it's fashion. It wasn't long ago that Gosha Rubinsky, and I don't I can't even remember if that is his name because it was it was a while ago, but he was all the rage. Everyone wanted his shit and was wearing his his clothing and then it came out that he was photographing minors like uh young guys and, and taking advantage of them and, and he disappeared off the face of the earth and if anyone wore a t shirt now like of his you you'd be crazy. Now like we obviously need a faster way of working these things out and and finding out who who's coming from a positive place and who's not because it's obviously just you can't just wait until the person blows up has a couple million quid and then um cancel them afterwards when they can just go off and retire in the sunset us it shouldn't be the way it works you know we shouldn't just wait for the collateral damage to become apparent and uh i think these yeah these conversations need to be had um, and it's difficult. We've got to work out what is suitable to be included in music and what's not. And and that's a conversation. or well, that requires conversation because it's not just a, it's not black and white. There's not like there's some line that when you cross it, you cross it. Now, obviously, there are some lines that if you cross, it's obviously it's obvious that you've gone too far. But it does depend on the person and the context and their experience and what they're like and what they've said and you know you can't people having a go at Quentin Tarantino for writing in the n-word so many times uh, in the film Django now if you haven't seen the film Django it's about a slave who becomes a, a bounty hunter in uh, what this it's an old western film basically and and obviously racism was rampant at the time and and people would have been racist so to write racism in there doesn't reflect that the writer's racist, it's the context. Now, obviously, if you make a film about Lewis Hamilton being the most successful F1 driver ever, and there was as much racism in that film, well, then, yeah, you start asking questions, you know, well, what the fuck's going on here? But, so it's, unfortunately, it's a, it's a moving, it's a moving target that we can only really work out where it is by having these conversations and discussing people's experiences with various people and and work out those things um but yeah i don't really i don't really i don't really know if there's a huge amount else to to really say on the subject apart from just i'm sure more details are going to come forward i'm curious to see how octavian and his team respond to these details but really i just hope that this poor lady um, that she gets whatever 
peace that she can find and and that she gets what she deserves and that he gets what he deserves really but yeah but that's all uh, stay safe thanks for listening to this week's episode even if it is a bit fucking depressing it is it's uh it's been shitty but lots of love <laughs>